Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. And welcome in to another recap episode of Topic Thunder. I'm your host, Alex Roig, and we just got done witnessing the, the Thunder um, beat the Charlotte Hornets 109-104 to in a, a very spirited uh, type contest. It was back and forth. It was uh, it's one of those games where, you know, the Thunder were up for most of, for the majority of the game, but Charlotte was... Charlotte's just a pesky team. They're just I'm so glad that this season series is over with them and that the Thunder actually came out with two W's against them because Charlotte is one of those teams that, you know, they're sound defensively and they play the modern game. So they like to shoot a lot of threes. They have a point guard that, you know, is very good at getting to the rim, is very good at handling the ball, and is very good at shooting from three. Um, and creating gravity to pull defenders towards them and then finding the open man to go ahead and, and shoot threes um, for, for the Hornets. Uh, fortunately for the Thunder, uh, the Hornets didn't, they didn't make very many threes today, so that kind of helped them um, in securing a close victory. It was 109-104. to 104. Um, And so kind of just to go ahead and recap the game, let's go ahead and hook up the TiVo. You don't have to tell me why you're using TiVo. All right, so looking at the first quarter, it was a very entertaining uh, back-and-forth uh, first quarter for the game. Um, the Thunder the Thunder and the Hornets never really got kind of past each other in that first quarter. It was, it was back-and-forth. It was nobody ever went up by more than about four or five points. Um, and anytime somebody went up by, you know, by, by that amount, the other team put on a little run. Um, so it was, it was one of those things where the two teams, kind of like two boxers in the beginning of a fight, they were kind of feeling each other out to see, you know, what was going on within their offenses. Um, you know, Kemba Walker, the, the, the Thunder coming into this game, Kemba Walker had scored, I believe it was, 100 and something points um, between two affairs, between two games. So he had 60 points in that loss to... Um, who was a Philly, and and then he had the next game. He had forty points, uh, so he had he had about a hundred points coming into this game. So it was kind of it was the Thunder's um, main job to to go and stop it, and it made it kind of difficult with Hamadou Diallo and Terrence Ferguson both being out. Um, it was one of those things where next man up, you know, you kind of had to see who was going to step up. It was kind of interesting to see who was going to start because you know a lot of times in seasons past they would actually kind of like a Popovich type thing they would put in the guy that doesn't really get too much burn into the starting lineup so that they wouldn't mess up the 
back end of the rotation as far as reserves and bench players coming into the game. Uh, but in this game, they decided to go ahead and start uh, Dennis Schroeder uh, at shooting guard, and it kind of worked out for them. You know, it kind of worked out. Schroeder continued his hot shooting uh, from the previous game, and uh, he ended up the quarter with seven points. Adams had eight. So it's kind of like the set, taking the same things that they did in the last game where um, they noticed the mismatch on the inside with Adams. So, of course, they got him the ball. They fed him the ball. Um, and then they noticed that Schroeder, you know, a lot of the gravity, a lot of the attention goes to Westbrook. And so Schroeder is left open. You know, Paul George is left open. He had seven points in the quarter. Um, so it was one of those things where some of the carryover from previous games uh, came into effect in this first quarter, and the Thunder took advantage of it. But unfortunately, um, the Hornets also took advantage of some things, especially Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb uh, took advantage of some kind of boneheaded mistakes by, uh, I believe it was Luawu and by Abrinas, who came back after being sidelined by about three for about three games with some sort of mysterious illness. I don't know what it was. Spanish flu, Ebola. I don't know. I'm glad he's back, but he didn't look very good in this game. Um, and so Jeremy Lamb kind of toasted the Thunder to the tune of 12 points in that first quarter. Um, he got a lot of them from the free throw line. I believe it was like six uh, free throw attempts or seven free throw attempts in that first quarter. He made all of them. Um, and then Kemba Walker also had eight points in that quarter. And so at the end of the quarter, it was 33-31. Uh, Oklahoma City uh, as we headed into the second quarter um, and in that second quarter to begin the quarter um, the Hornets went on 11 to nothing run uh, to go up by nine that was their biggest lead of the game ended up being their biggest lead of the game um, for the most part it was keyed by just bad offense by the Thunder you know tur turnovers bad shots um, most of the bench was in the game and so you know, it's it's kind of becoming a thing with some of the bench players where they're not playing very good right now. Uh, they're not playing very well. You know, players like Raymond Felton, players like uh, Patrick Patterson, they're just not producing um, like they normally do. And, you know, you kind of expect that with Felton. Felton's, you know, he's a bona fide third point guard. You don't necessarily want him getting too many minutes in the game. Um, but Patterson, you know, Patterson was in the running for a starting power forward on on our team and he has not been very effective over the past couple of I would almost say weeks I wouldn't even say games let's say weeks in you know, the last two weeks he just hasn't been very um very effective and so a lot of those things you know they're talking about turnovers and um missed shots a lot of those things carried over and caused this 9 or 11-0 run by Charlotte uh, that saw the Thunder go down by nine points. And so it kind of looked like one of those things where, you know, this, this Charlotte team is known for hitting threes. It's known for, um, you know, it's known for Kemba Walker kind of going off. And so you saw them go up by nine. It's just one of those things where, you know, it, it's kind of going up a, a roller coaster and you're hitting that tipping point. Um, if it happens to kind of tip over and you allow them to, Charlotte can go up on you by 15 to 20 points very quickly. Um, but the Thunder battled back. Uh, they put on a 9-0 run of, of their own. And the 9-0 run was, so it was Schroeder with an and one. He made the free throw. So three points there. Uh, then it was the man of the hour, Deontay Burton with a corner three, uh, with, a, with a three. And then it was Schroeder with another three. So those three things happening uh, brought the Thunder back to being tied at 45 around the middle part of the quarter. You know, that... 
the second half of the quarter hadn't even started yet. <laughs> you know, this was this is literally the first six minutes of the second quarter, all this happening. Um, and then from that point on, the starters came back into the game. And Westbrook did a real good job of kind of just letting the game come to him. You know, and, and that's a theme that you're going to see with this game is that Westbrook, instead of just brute force like he used to just taking over the game, he's kind of letting the game, you know, come to him slowly. Um, and so he kind of took over, um, got on the fast break a little bit. Burton got on the fast break a little bit and Burton took advantage of that. Burton's highly athletic. Um, he's a different athletic as compared to, say, someone like Diallo. Um, but he's still athletic in his own right. And so he had a couple highlight dunks. He had one over Miles Bridges. Um, he had another one in, in traffic, on transition traffic, um, and just kind of brought the place, you know, brought the, the energy up on a team that kind of needs it sometimes. You know, the, the Thunder with Westbrook, with Paul George, with Schroeder, they kind of play their games, but sometimes you need a little bit of energy in there. And so Burton brought it this game, and he scored 11 points in the quarter. Um, so he was the man in the quarter, um, and he actually helped the Thunder maintain their lead and go even go up by uh, by three more points. So they were up by five, 62 to 57 at the half. And so coming out of the break, um, the Thunder tried. You know, they they kind of exerted their will on um, the Hornets as far as they do that thing that they do in the third quarter a lot of times, where uh, the defense just buckles down. Uh, so the defense buckled down and. The Hornets missed a lot of shots. Unfortunately for the Thunder, you know, their offense didn't really, you know, capitalize on that. Um, and they were never really able to take, you know, those opportunities and build up, you know, a double-digit lead or a double-digit lead, a sustained double-digit lead. Uh, they went up by 10 or 11 a couple times, you know, kind of like that nine points and then score two points and 11 and then they make a three and then you're back down to eight type thing. Um, they weren't able to capitalize, but they did keep it, you know, even keeled throughout the quarter. Um, and so that defense, you know, relying on the defense, relying on just timely buckets from Russell Westbrook. He had 10 points in the quarter. Um, so they found themselves heading to the fourth quarter up by nine, 89 to 80. Nothing of significance really happened in the third quarter. It was just one of those quarters that the Thunder battled um, and they maintained. And, you know, they scored a couple more points than their opponent and they went up going into the last quarter up by nine um and so in that final quarter to begin it um the hornets again so again we're playing the beginning of the fourth quarter so a lot of reserves are in the game um especially raymond felton patrick patterson and again the ineffectiveness that kind of stalled the offense in the second quarter the beginning of the second quarter uh it came back to kind of rear its ugly head again in the beginning of the fourth quarter um and so this time around um you know, the Hornets basically tried to come back in this game um, at this point. They went up. I mean, they did not go up, but they got within one point with five minutes and 37 seconds left. It was The score was 92 to 93. Um, up to that point, you know, the Hornets had outscored the Thunder 12 to 4. Um, the bench was just inept, you know. And, and when I say that, like, Shooter's out there too with them. And Shooter wasn't making shots. Raymond Felton was just bad. You know, he he took some bad shots. He committed a couple turnovers. Um, he just was not he just was not doing anything out there, and he was hurting us. You know, some some players they go out there, they don't really do anything, uh, but they don't hurt the team. He was hurting the team. He was hurting the Thunder. 
Um, it's weird, too, because last season, I believe there was a game against Charlotte that Raymond Felton basically won it for the Thunder. I think he had like a big time, you know, fourth quarter scoring night and he, he won it for the Thunder. Um, and so this season, we haven't really seen that. We haven't, And I don't know if it has to do with consistent playing time. Like if you give any NBA player enough playing time, he's going to have that one or two games where he looks great. Um, but he has not looked good at all uh, this season. Um, and so neither has Patrick Patterson. Patrick Patterson was another one, was another one that missed a couple of shots in the fourth quarter. Um, he just, he's out there doing nothing. You know, he's kind of, he's kind of not very athletic. So he's not going to be, re, he's not going to be grabbing too many rebounds. It's not like Noel. Noel, his athleticism allows him to grab a lot of rebounds, a lot of, allows him to patrol the paint, uh, be a shot blocker. Patterson, if he's not hitting that three, he's not doing anything. You know, yeah, you know, he moves the ball around the, you know, around the perimeter real fast. Oh, whoop de doo sometimes. Um, but he's not doing out there. He's not doing anything out there. So that's kind of becoming a thing. And unfortunately, we don't have a backup four. Um, I would like to see them maybe from time to time try Nader as a backup four. But we honestly do not have a backup four past Patterson. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, that might be a trade target that we try to get, you know, something of a backup for. Instead of getting like like a home run hitter, uh, we may just get the guy, that's a utility guy uh, disguised as a power forward. Um, but as the starters came back in the game, um, they found ways to quail any run that the Hornets made. Uh, so the Hornets never took the lead they never tied the score. Um, one point was the closest they ever got. Uh, <clears throat> and a lot of that had to do with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook came into the game and just, he didn't really take over. He just controlled it. Um, and that's something that, that we're seeing a lot more this season. It's not necessarily um, Westbrook going out there and shooting the threes or, you know, driving it in all time. And no, he's, he's out there controlling the game. He's being... He's being, he's being Joe Flacco instead of being, you know, Patrick Mahomes. You know, he's controlling the game a lot more. And that's something that, you know, recently Royce Young of ESPN, he wrote an article uh, basically saying that the Thunder are looking to to use Westbrook less. And not in a bad way, just, you know, if you lose, if you use Westbrook less, you make the offense that much more powerful if, let's say, George and Schroeder are out there getting theirs. Uh, so it makes it more dynamic. It makes it more, um, it makes it more difficult to just defend that one player. Um, and so we saw that a lot with this game, uh, where Westbrook just wasn't necessarily just shooting shots, just you know, just to go ahead and try to take over a game. He was, he was out there taking what the de- what the defense gave him. Um, and so you know, at the end of the game, it was, it was a little bit of you know the best of the best of Westbrook and the worst of Westbrook because he did cough up the ball he did shoot you know have a bad shot um, but in the end he did grab some monster rebounds um, and made four crucial free throws um, to to deliver this game for the Thunder um, as they win it 109 to 104 uh, so looking at the at the game notes uh, so Paul George had 19.7 rebounds six assists Two steals, one block. He shot eight of twenty-one and three of ten from three. Um, so he didn't have a great shooting night. Uh, but if you look at you know seven rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block, he did everything else that he had to do to help the Thunder win this game. Um, Adams had thirteen points, 
eight rebounds, four assists, one block, one steal. Um, Schroeder had 23, five rebounds, uh, one assist, nine of 19 from the field, and four of eight from three. Um, so over the last two games, he shot very well from three-point land, um, which is great. I, I don't think it's necessarily something that's going to continue, um, but it's something that in spurts, it opens up this offense so much more. Uh, Westbrook, 30 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, 10 of 18 from the floor, and 9 of 11 from the free throw line, which is very important when it comes to Westbrook because, you know, he's been struggling a little bit when he's shooting free free throws. I think he's shooting like 60-something percent from, from, from the charity stripe, which is unheard of when it comes to Westbrook throughout his career. Um, he's a career 80-plus percent free throw shooter. Uh, so him shooting 60% from the free throw line, that's something that's unheard of when it comes to him. And another thing with Westbrook, I mean, <clears throat> he started off this game and he looked he looked off. He's been off ever since he's come back from the ankle injury. Um, and he looked off today to begin the game. But it's just one of those things where Westbrook looking off is so much better than 98% of the league as it is. So Westbrook on an off night is 30 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists. You know, that's a career game for 95% of the league. Um, So he looked good. He did look a little bit off to begin the game, but as the game went on again, like I said, as the game went on, he took what the defense gave him. And he's, I think he's maturing that much more as a point guard, as a player, and he's not necessarily forcing things. And so it looks different uh, but it's still effective. Um, and then De- Deontay Burton, he had 11 points, two rebounds, and two assists. Uh, for the Hornets, uh, Kenneth Walker had 25 points, two rebounds, eight assists. He was 10 of 23 and two of 10 from three-point line, uh, from three-point land. Jeremy Lamb, 18 points, five rebounds, two assists. Uh, he was 5 of 15 from the floor, 0 of 4 from deep. Cody Zeller had 10 points, four rebounds, five assists. Marvin Williams, 10 points, 6 rebounds. Dwayne Bacon had 11 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. And Frank the Tank, Frank Kaminsky, had 12 points and 8 rebounds. Um, As far as team stats, um, it was very equal um, throughout the entire game. So as far as rebounds, both teams had 46 rebounds. Both teams had 11 offensive rebounds. Both teams had 24 assists. Um, the I guess the biggest stat out there that probably helps the Thunder is that Charlotte shot 19.4% from deep, um, 6 of 31. And so for a team that is dependent on the three uh, for offense, that's great. You know, that's something that really helps them out. If if the if the Hornets would have made two or three more, uh, this it's probably would have been a very different game as far as the result. Um, and so the Thunder's defense on that end of the floor, as far as that part of the floor, um, helped them to to get this close victory. And with this victory in hand, uh, let's go ahead and look at the Academy Award for Player of the Game. And the player of the game, as many of you guys would think, is Russell Westbrook with 30 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists. Uh, he almost had his... You know, second consecutive triple double. Um, and just he he controlled this game. He did a great job of um, not forcing anything. Not you know, this could have been a situation where 
Westbrook could have been, you know, bad Westbrook and tried to force things up. You know, Paul George wasn't really was not doing that well from the field. Um, Schroeder was doing good, um, but you know, everybody's looking for that, for that dynamic between Schroeder and and Westbrook to see, you know, how it works, uh, whether it is working. And up to this point, it is working and it's working very well. Um, but Westbrook just did a good job of taking what the defense gave him. Uh, scoring when he had to score, assisting when he had to assist, uh, helping out on the boards. Um, and so because of that, he's the player of the game. Honorable mention, Deontay Burton. I think he gave this team an energy uh, that they really needed in that second quarter. And because of that, they were able to sustain and build on their first quarter lead, which was only two points, but you know, build it up to five points and just added another element to this game um, that helped them push through. And so with that, player of the game, Russell Westbrook, honorable mention, Deontay Burton. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get I a bonus? <laughs> I'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Whatever. Um, and so kind of like kind of piggybacking off of this game and what we've seen throughout this season, um, you know, Sam Presti really should have a wizard hat anytime he makes any offseason deal, wheels and deals, because I don't know if he saw this coming. I don't know if this was, you know, the, the moves that he made this summer, whether they were necessity based off of the Robertson injury heading into the season. Um, but him having so much wing depth has proven to be so key to the Thunder's you know, start the season. Um, you know, the Thunder are down to basically their, what, third, fourth string shooting guard uh, when you're talking about TLC. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm not even mentioning Alex Abrinas because he didn't he didn't look good in this game. So I don't know if maybe, you know, he, they play tomorrow. So, I, you know, if he didn't look good in this game, I don't think whatever he was suffering from, you know, I don't think he's going to be 100% recovered from it you know, 24 hours later uh, from what he was today. Um, and so, you know, we're down to we're down to our backup point guard being our, our starting shooting guard, which that would have been Reggie Jackson's dream, but it never happened with him. Um, we're down to TLC, um, Timothy Luwawu Cabrera, who was not very good in this game. He has been good over the last couple games, don't get me wrong, uh, but he was not very good in this game. And we're down to our two-way player, Deontay Burton, um, who was great in this game. But, you know, as a rookie, as a young player, as a two-way player, I don't think you can go ahead and expect that of him every game. Um, And so this team, you know, we have depth now. We have depth at a position of necessity in the NBA. Um, And that's a a luxury. That's that's something that not a lot of teams had. That's something that we did not have last season. Um, whenever we were, you know, trotting Josh Houston's out there and Kyle Singler out there. Um, so, you know, props to to Sam Presti for kind of seeing this and just kind of adapting to this league that's so much more wing-based as opposed to to big-man-based, you know, post-player-based. Um, so shout-outs to him. You know, the wing depth on this team is really helping them along. And hopefully, you know, in a couple weeks we'll get Diallo back, we'll get Ferguson back. Um, you know, we'll get a Breenis healthy. And then who knows? A couple weeks from that, 
maybe Robertson comes back. Um, and so, you know, having that wing depth is really helping this team. And, and the final thing I kind of want to discuss is don't look now, but the the team that started 0-4 um, is now tied for first in the Western Conference along with, get this, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Memphis Grizzlies. You know, if I told you, you know, the Thunder have, what do they have, 12 and 6, so 18 games. Um, so they're almost, they're about a fifth of the, you know, they're a little bit over a fifth of the way through the season. And so if I would have told you, hey, the number one teams, you know, the number one teams in the in the Western Conference are going to be the Oklahoma City Thunder, you'd be like, yeah, I could see that. The Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles dot, 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 Clippers. You know, you would not have believed that at all. You know, but here we are, 18 to 20 games into the season, and those three teams are sitting atop the Western Conference. Which, I mean, the Western Conference, don't get me wrong, we're not, you know, those three teams are not up by like five, six, seven games up on the next, you know, level of teams. No, (laughs) there's about, you know, the number 14 team in the league is the Utah Jazz, and they're two games out of the the eighth seed. Um, So this is not something that's going to be very sustainable um, as far as going into the rest of the season, but it's something that's very surprising. It's something that we did not expect. Um, and it's good to see that even after an 0-4 start, uh, the Thunder can still be, you know, in the upper echelon of the Western Conference to this point. You know, whether that continues, that's still to be seen. Um, but there's disarray, not not necessarily disarray. You know, some people call it disarray. Uh, some people call it parody. Um, but, you know, a lot of the movement of players throughout, you know, in this league has kind of caused this, this parative, this, I mean, this parative, this parody per se, um, that you, that we see now. Will, will it continue? I don't know. Uh, usually the cream rises to the top. And so eventually the Houston's of the world, the Golden States of the world, uh, will put on those, you know, eight, nine, 10 game winning streaks that'll prepare them, propel them up to, to the top of the conference. Um, but it's good to see the Thunder, even through an 0-4 start, uh, sitting where they currently are. And so that'll wrap it up for the evening. Uh, you can always catch us, especially our recaps, you can catch them on Thunderous Intentions. Uh, you can catch them on the schedule page of NowThat'sThunderBasketball.com. Um, as far as where you can find the podcast, you can find the podcast basically anywhere that you look for your podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all those great um, podcast um, websites or not websites, but podcast providers. Um, you can go ahead and find Topic Thunder there. Um, if you go to iTunes, please do give us a five star review. That really does help us out. And leave comments. You know, it's it's good to know. You know what you think of the podcast. It's good to know maybe where we where we can improve. Um, if you don't want to leave us a five star, that's fine. Leave us whatever you think we deserve, and then go ahead and leave a comment to kind of you know constructively criticize uh, and see where we can improve. Um, and then also talk with us on on our Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, we love to interact with our you know with our listeners. We love to put polls out there. Um, and just kind of generally just talk to them and then also just talk to us on our, on our regular accounts. You know, um, it's, it's five of us. It's myself, Anthony Montero, uh, Dylan Huntzinger, AKA Thunder Chats, 
uh, Stephen Dolan and uh, Matty Moles. Um, so make sure you check us out. Um, but until then, we'll be hitting you back, you guys back up tomorrow because it's a home back-to-back. Um, but until then, thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.